It's time to gather together. Hi there. I'm Yelta, and I'll be buying the first round while we chat about Final Fantasy XIV. This is episode 25. Pull up a chair and join us. On the menu tonight, we have the Orzea Census 2015 that came out of the, oh, the 14-hour broadcast. The Mog Station has some new optional items available. We have info on the Final Fantasy XIV being at the Tokyo Game Show 2015 and the next live letter. We had some hot fixes. We'll talk about those. And those rants we promised you. And to help us with those rants, we have with us uh, two special guests. We have Zante. Hello. And, and Eddard. They are hello, hello. Both, <laughs> they're both from our free company. Uh, but they also have lots of rants, too, I guess. So We have grievances, and we want to air them. <laughs> Just we will be heard. Yell, rabble, 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 rabble. Harumph. But first, let's shoot the shit. What's been going on this week? I'm going to pick on our guests first. So I'm going to pick on Zante first. What did you do this week? This week, I, uh, I've been working on an alt character on a different server. been trying out the JP data center. The ping has been much better for myself. Um, and yeah, I got Astrologian to 55. So I'm all the way back into Heaven's Word again. Uh, it's been nice the second time around. I've been taking it a little bit easier getting to kind of digest more of the story this time. Uh, on my main character, I've been working on crafting and airships and a whole bunch of Twin Adder PvP, smashing them good. Go Adders. Awesome. Go Adders, yeah. for sure. <laughs> they never win when I'm there. <laughs> you got to come with us. We've got a, a nice pre-made that runs every once in a while, courtesy of uh, my friend Tala, who's on the Excalibur server, and she just goes in and smashes things. Very cool. Man. I think the she whole was... Excalibur, then Daryl has a whole big... For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean... Tala kind of heads it up, but Excalibur goes in and just wrecks shit. Some of them were, like, number one last week, I think. Oh yeah, I think really? Dimmu, Virgil, and Tala were all, like, top three last week. For real PvP. Mm-hmm. That's how we do it. What about you, Eddard? Uh, I've actually been kind of taking a, a small break from the game, and we'll get into that later, but I've been playing loads of Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. I'm sure a lot of other listeners have been as well. It is a fantastic game. Uh, In-game, we did uh, got some tomes, like usual. Um, did a lot of... Uh, well, not a lot, but we did a four-man uh, Extreme Primal session with uh, our man Rubicon here. And that was that was a lot of fun. We need to do more of that. Because yes. that was... It's, it, I don't want to go into the rant too early, but we did that, and... Um, I'll let uh, Yelta have the exciting news. <laughs> exciting news. Oh, yeah, yeah. We did have some exciting news. Yeah, we did. Um, we lost our eighth. So for our our set, not Coil that's, anymore. Our that's not the exciting part. What's the exciting part? No, 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 no. The, the lo- losing the member is not the exciting part. No, 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 no. I was building no, up to it. Getting to it. Getting there. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, we lost someone. And, and part of our rants are why he left, I think. But um, I... I spent a night chatting with people in the party finder and I snagged us a new bard and I, he put up with us for one night and uh, we did manage to actually get Foss down in uh, Alexander one Savage. Uh, we ran out of time before we got to do too much oppressor fighting, but I'm, I'm very happy and excited to be back in there and uh, to be progressing on really the only thing there's left to progress on. So I'm happy. I know Kiriri's happy too. 
Awesome. Yeah, no, for sure. It was, it was nice to finally get Faust down and to realize that we were just, we were that close, but we were, you know, we had the will, but we weren't there yet. And we got that last little bit of damage out and, and got it done. And yeah, I think, I think we're going to do pretty well on, well, I think we'll have a one Savage down relatively quickly and I'm knocking on wood while I say that. Um, but yeah, we, we really didn't have much time in there this time. Um, and but we'll get we'll get there we'll get back in there next week and we'll just wreck some shit. It'll be great. Um, aside from Faust, I I did um, yeah I picked up my prize for the triple triad tournament, which was a thousand because I just keep you know joining it and quitting because it's more conducive to getting my MGP. I, I refuse to. Um, we're going to the rant section for thirty seconds here. I refuse to do 45 matches to earn 7K when I can play zero matches and earn 1K. It's just the way it is. And then outside of that, um, yeah, I did Alex Normal. I did some Alex Savage. I did the Triple Triad Tournament and got myself some MGP. I stayed away from my crack whore Triple Triad gold <laughs> pack buying Good. addiction. Don't I do was it. very proud. Oh, Mel, Yelta busted me. I walked in there. <laughs> And I was standing next to it and I was thinking about buying them. And then Yelta walked in the room and I ran like hell out of there. I was like, oh, <laughs> intervention, intervention, intervention. Yes, that's exactly what it was too. Cause, cause I almost slashed my wrists the last time I spent like 70,000 on gold triple triad cards and didn't make 600 MGP in triple triad cards out of it. Mm. So I, I try to stay away from it at all costs. Um, outside of that, I played a little bit of Minecraft. I played a lot of Minecraft if I'm not lying. Um, we, we just got Yelta and I just got our mother into the game. So I've been over there quite a bit and we just, we play with plugins and Yelta has her own server. So we, we, um, I've been setting up little quest people all over the place. So that's been keeping me busy. Everybody else is doing a uh, metal gear solid yeah. and I'm, I'm big old dork and I'm playing Minecraft. So. How about you, Ruby? What'd you get up to this week? I mean, par for the course, just like everybody else, there's uh, that little bit of boredom that's going on. And so I've been mm. playing Peace Walker, trying to gear up for Ground Zeroes and uh, Phantom Pain. Um, but when I'm not doing that, which caused me to not cap Essos last week, Scrub. <gasps> I know. Oh, man, I'm, I'm Scrub Lord's dead. I, 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 well, tell me about I, it. The queen. Yeah, man, I, I can't tell you last time I capped Esso. But uh, Thursday, I was Johnny on the spot with those red scripts because I had the goal in mind. So I got um, the Field Keeps Hatchet, which is the... The main hand tool uh, bought with, I think it's 22 red scripts. So that, I mean, that nice. was, that's a three week long deal. Um, uh, and so got that. I have one more piece to get. If I get the body, I'm done with red scripts for botany. Then it's time to work on minor. Don't get me started on favors because I'm not, <laughs> no. Um, we had the Faust defeat last did, did night. Did you have some opinions on favors, Ruby? <laughs> We will get. If I have not notes. explained favors, go listen to the last five episodes. Um, right up, right <laughs> Faust was awesome. Very happy with uh, where we're going with the the group. I'm just glad to be into it. Like Yelta said, it's like the one thing that just we're not progressing in anything else. There's like nothing else to do. <laughs> Save the rent for later. But it's like I'm just glad to be in the one thing that's left before 3.1. 
Um, and then I got Alchemy to 60. I'm sure I'll get Leatherworker knocked out this week, and I'm, I'm going to try to press everything to 60 so I can help more with the airships. Because didn't we also get our third airship up in the air? Or we're working on it right Not now. Not quite. We're all, we we're have close. the ability to register a third one. We don't have all the parts yet. Gotcha. Oh, oh. Man. oh okay. We need, a, we need a list of the parts, man, because that would give me something to do. Well, fortunately, Yoshi P has said that there will be a menu of sorts for us to view what's the status on the airship crafting, the free company crafting. Oh, excellent. Oh, That'll without nice. going to the workshop, that's yeah. That was, I was hoping they would do that. That's great. Yeah, I think they'll put that under timers. And that was my week. Oh no, no, no! We also had no. the 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 Titan and Shiva EX, but Ed Ed already mentioned that, so that, that was. was a lot of fun. That was a oh, lot of fun. Wait, I, I did my stream on Tuesday nights that I've been talking about. Um, and I was like, we got to do something. So I ran an expert and like, eh, eh, what else can yeah. we do? What else can You're we do? Shit. I was talking a little. I was singing shit. <laughs> that, okay. that was that was mainly it. I was singing a lot of shit. I, I thought it was very entertaining. And uh, I appreciate uh, Yelta and Eddard and the lovely Senna coming along and um, helping entertain and anybody's welcome if they want to run with me it's a good time so that was my week I w it was so much fun and that's you know i think we'll mention it later but you know it's kind of sad that we had to go back to low manning old content that really doesn't have any benefit for us well a little i don't have all my ponies yet right uh, i was i was so excited to because like Cinna didn't even know if how to do a shiva four man yeah. She she knew how, she sounded like she knew how to do a Titan for a man. So I'm like, all right, cool, let's go. And we did all right. I had to remember the fight. We get into Shiva and you know, wiped a couple of times and then all of a sudden we just like just murdered her to death. <laughs> yeah, and that's legit. So we cool. we did it twice and the first time it was like, Oh, that's right, we have to stand here for this or whatever. And then the second time we actually gave it a good run, and then by the third one it was flawless victory. But it 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 goes back to I had that feeling like we were doing something that we'd never done before. So it felt new and exciting. And then when you got close to beating it, it was like, are we going to make it? Are we going to beat it? And I'm, I'm missing that feeling. Maybe it's, maybe we'll get it back now that we're back in the savage game. But, um, I was missing that feeling and, and doing four man Shiva gave that back to me for a brief moment. I, I very much enjoyed it. All right. It's time for the first round, which of course is news. The first thing is the Orzea Census 2015. This was from the 12, or I'm sorry, 14 hour anniversary broadcast celebrating two years. I don't, did anybody check those out? Some of those spreadsheets were kind of telling, or not spreadsheets, pie charts. They're all pie charts. There's some interesting anybody? stuff there for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with even just everything. I mean, there's so many cool ones. I, I do, I do see why we have Q problems. Um, on one of them, it's got the um, the healers make up 19% of the roll distribution from 31 to 60. Tanks make up 19% of the roll distribution. And DPS take 62% of the roll distribution. Mm. So if you have Q times, you're not alone. Yeah. And that's worse than ever right now. But because of the lull and, again, rant later. Um, but yeah, that it, it's just neat seeing all the different jobs and and who's leveling what and you know who's doing what kind of tank, how it's divided up and and you know the distribution of DPS and healers and just all the different stuff that playing hours and 
favored destinations for teleport. There's some stuff in here that couldn't matter less, but was just really fascinating. And there's some stuff that really is, as Yelta mentioned, kind of telling. I was wondering about the average level. Are they talking? Okay, so they're talking all classes, battle classes, or Handerland. The number, the okay, the average level for all classes is twenty eight. Are they counting, you know, expired subs? Are these people who play? Are they counting? I don't know how they come. I wish I knew how they came up with some of these numbers. Now I hate math, but I actually find statistics to be kind of interesting. So I'm, I'm so kind of trying to figure out where they came up with some of these numbers. Well, if it's all classes, if you if you take in, well, for instance, I have at level. 50 um all but two of my classes but well no see i'm not a good example i don't know i don't know i i suppose you have a lot of people who have just leveled up one job all the way to the top but i don't know one one thing i'm curious about is how yeah like how they got these numbers i think with all levels obviously like they're taking an individual character all of their unlocked classes and then using that to compile but for things like average role distribution right are they including the people like is this it says level 31 to 60 so obviously that's not just people with max level is that just what i logged out on when they decided to do the census like how do they determine what my main role is i'm wondering if that's related to what you queue up as or Mm. who's queuing up as what how much and i'm sure yeah they're probably label that yeah they're probably pulling it off the duty finder somehow it would be my guess well, and, and then my I... other question about that is like, how come I'm not getting healer bonuses? We're just <laughs> as we're just as rare real. as Where's my healer uh, bonuses? I get a long healer queue. We were bitching about that earlier. <laughs> See, I, I think those are even now simply because of when the timing of when the census went out. Because a lot of this, if you look at like the job distribution and stuff, you know, look at Astrologian, look at Dark, look at you know, the new jobs were were creeping up those those numbers are much bigger now than they were then you know well, and um, since they made some adjustments too they they you know buffed some astrology stuff there's probably yeah. a lot you know a lot of that well and i keep thinking though are they counting i have two accounts and i have multiple characters i just kind of fuck around on are they counting those because i bet I they are 30s and 50s i'm an active character so i would bet yeah yes yeah, because yeah. I, I, cause it's like, honestly, I don't want them counting Hazel or Mal because I just fuck around on them. I want to see yeah. who's actively play. I would like to see active numbers because some of these are, to me, seem skewed towards, I don't know. Well, some don't even seem to have relevance. Numbers. I, I, well, a lot of them have no relevance. I, yeah, I don't get it. It's like statistics yeah. for statistics sake. Uh, there's no yeah. point to some of these. Someone got paid per slide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, all right well enough of that uh we do now also have some new optional items available in the mog station i am so glad i spent an hour crafting stuff so i could get this on my alt i could have just bought them um well, that that's it, it, the theme wait a year oh and buy God, it I well you could you could tr- okay so if you, you guys did the summer event right so you could fish, or maybe you didn't. You could fish, you could craft on Culinarian, or you could do fates. Well, I chose to craft lots and lots of the battered fish, and I turned a whole bunch of it in because I wanted to get that stuff on like three different characters. Now, and one and a couple of the characters are brand spanking new. I rolled a new character just to see what that new character experience is like right now, and uh, I'm almost mad that you know I spent 
couple hours making making this fish. Now I could have just how much how much are they? <coughs> it's all like the older stuff. Some of the older swimsuits, the old stuff. The old most sandals. of them are three bucks. Um, yeah, the 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 yukatas and the clogs and the all of that stuff is three bucks. Um, bomb dance is two bucks. Um, the swimsuits, each of them, the summer uh, set are five dollars. Yeah, five bucks for the set. So, so it probably saves two to five dollars each. Cash, but damn, I don't know. That's a whole nother rant. We already did that one. <laughs> we'll say the bomb. The bomb dance was not back this year. So I no, know a lot of not. people on different servers who joined it. who joined after that last year's uh, Summerfest were like, oh, that's a cool dance. Where do you get that? And it's like, well, you cash can't. shop, man. Yeah, and now, now you can go to cash shop. But I if you really want to pay money for a dance, but it's a cool great. dance. It is Very a cool, cool dance. dance. Well, here's where I, I, I'm, I'm still boggled. Okay, so this year's, to me anyway, the summer event was kind of interesting that it was inclusive of the crafters and mm-hmm. fishermen. But I thought last year's was, we've talked about this in a different episode, last year's was so, so much more interesting. I almost mm-hmm. wish they would like run the old events concurrently so maybe you could unlock the bomb dance. That's what I liked about. Yeah. I missed the bombs. Know, I'm going yeah, to say. the bombs. I, that's one thing I liked about WoW, uh, honestly, is WoW when they did events, they had the year before's event, you know, so you got your level one or level 10 quest from the original year and then every year they add another piece or another bad guy or a higher level experience to the old event so that well first of all you're not going to miss something from a past year because you can go do it you know the following year but on top of that um, there's always something new and no one's left out so I kind of like that but um, yeah there there should I would love to see them add on to things every year. I think that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. I remember doing the Thanksgiving event and wow, I don't know why, but that really stuck with me that it was interesting and I don't it (laughs) crafting a whole bunch of battered fish. Wasn't that cool. I did like though that they made it inclusive of not just. Yeah. The fact that they added crafting and fishing and stuff, you could do that instead of fate grinding. I, I kind of enjoyed the only thing I didn't really care for, because, you know, I've started a couple of alts now since that event happened. And correct me if I'm wrong, but you needed to be level 30 with a battle class before you could access that content. But that the craft yeah. and gathering was both level five. That's so backwards. I was thinking that as you were saying there just before. Yep. You should. I mean, most people who do have the battle classes up. Um, yeah, I can understand that. But if people were going to have the crafting stuff, usually those are people who are going to take it way up and they want to do higher level crafting content anyway i'm not saying like level 60 or level 50 crafting but maybe like the level 30 crafting and maybe level 15 battle content something i don't know i just i I don't even see the point to having like an unnecessary restriction on what is essentially just like a little fun time to have you know yeah i don't get it either it's not like uh a thousand gill sellers could have level one characters and they're going to make massive amounts of gill doing it or something. Cause that, yeah, what are they going to do? They're going to go buy, buy fireworks and sell fireworks. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. just silly. The black market firework trade. <laughs> uh, next in news, we have the final fantasy 14 is going to be at the Tokyo game show. That I think the most exciting thing for us who can't go and uh, face off Ravana, we are going to get a new letter from the producer. Uh, it's going to be on September 19th. 
Oh, wait. For them. It's actually September 18th. <laughs> I read down. Yeah, September 18th. Oh, at like 10 o'clock at night, my, my time. Central so, time. Yep. Central time. So, and I think I'm so excited that it's going to be about patch 3.1. I'm hoping they give us a date. I hope they give us some teasers. I hope they show us something we haven't seen before. <laughs> I want something to get excited about because right now I'm just at that lull. It's like, well, I'm logging in for barely for Alexander, and that's pretty much it. Yep. October 20th. There we go. That's my guess. You think, you think it's going to be right? You think that's going to be right after the pat or right after the letter, huh? They've done that before. No, well, no, no, no. October it. 20th. No, this is September. Yeah. I th- oh, September. Yeah, I th- they did. I th- but they did it a couple weeks later before. Oh, they wait, did. The last. Like- yeah, the, the la- one of the last ones they, they announced at a show. It was like the following Tuesday. So that was pretty cool. Oh, now so that would be. Way it better. It could be September twenty second. Way better. Yeah, I, I'm betting it's going to be a happy medium. If we're if we're throwing out guesses, <laughs> I'm going to go with um the twenty ninth. That's oh, good. Any so anyone want in on the pool here? Oh man, was, we we need a bet. I was guessing <laughs> mid to late October. I'm going to go with the third Tuesday of October, which is the twentieth. Okay, two for the twentieth. I like it. Yeah, it seems See, to I'm be going there, for September. I'm going September. Well, I hope God, you're I right. Wish, I wish it could be September because, goddamn, I'm bored. I know. Okay, we did have some hot fixes. That was on September 8th. Uh, there was a monk ability that was apparently being used before you should. I don't do monk. Does anybody know what this one means? <laughs> monk was a lot of fun when I leveled it up, but uh, uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't play it, so. Uh, apparently, you could go to the NPC collectible appraiser at Rowena's House of Splendors and crash your game. Sweet. Uh, Exploit. <laughs> Exploit. Rowena's going to um, charge you for that, too. Oh, my God. And she'll make you play triple triad against her and fuck you hard. <laughs> uh, apparently, trophies, PlayStation 3 and 4, were not obtainable under certain conditions, but they've added them, they fixed it, and if you have met the requirement for obtaining the trophy, all you need to do is craft another craft another item or something and it should show up then bunch of doh um and apparently someone needs to be talked to or put in the corner because whoever was in charge of all raw females wearing masks they were sleeping at their desk because they've fixed all these masks to work correctly with female all raw very cool everybody likes a good mask that's right well, and I think the most important one to me here is they fixed an issue where the description for the following astrologian spells and cards was incorrect. And Isn't it's that like, like all the cards. All of them. That's <laughs> literally, literally all of them. Yeah. <laughs> literally all the cards. That person and was sinistry. at the desk too. Well, and and Sinistry was a little confused. We even had some confusion. Some other people had confusion about what Sinistry was doing. And yeah, they need to fix that description. So glad they did. I just started Astrologian like, you know, the last month. I hope I haven't been playing the job completely wrong. You'll find out. You'll yeah. Yeah. Find out. yeah. All right. It's time, guys. It's time. <gasps> we're here. Up. The, the headline <laughs> act. Okay. Uh, we're going to rant now. And uh, just so everyone knows, there may be spoilers. There will be spoilers, actually. Spoiler alert. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. We're going to spoil. Uh, our rants are hopefully stay on the constructive side but i wouldn't be surprised if a little bit of emotion gets in there we just rant because we're unhappy (laughs) so i i do want to make clear that we rant we bitch because we care we you cannot be upset about something that you don't care about 
So that and and I and I think they summed it up nicely. It was a year or two ago at GDC. There was a presentation they did. Yoshi P had this slide, and it says running an MMO RPG is like running a country. And I think slide three in that section was learn to listen and adapt. A complaint is worth twice a compliment. And the silent always leave first. If citizens are complaining, that means they still care. And that's kind of where we fall in, is we care about this game, we enjoy playing it, but we have some issues, and we would like to discuss those issues. So, uh, so I, you know, they asked for it, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, for sure. And, <laughs> you know, Yelda, you've said it many, many times before. We, we want to be playing this in 10 or 15 years. We want this game to have the longevity that, like, Eleven had. Still going. And yeah, and it's still going, you know, and they're still putting content out for it, for God's sake. And I, I want to still be playing this in that amount of time. And if they don't fix some of these things, I, I don't see that happening. I, I just don't. Well, and we'll start with our woes. We, we've lost a set member. We've, I, I've talked to other people who are seeing their free companies shrink. Um, and these are long-time players. Some of these are 1.0 players. Some of these joined in 2.0. Some of these have logged in every day for two years, and they made it through the Heavensward storyline, and they hit that that weekly lockout lull grind, and they're done. They just yeah. can't take it anymore. We, we Well, we lost someone in our earlier coil one when he figured out, this is like a year ago, more than that, he figured out that we were going to be on this gear treadmill. He saw the writing on the wall. He's like, I don't think I can deal with this kind of patch release repetitive stuff. So we'll, we'll go into that. So, yeah, yeah. No, and, and you know, if you, if you watch the Party Finder right now, it's just filled with people all the time looking for new set members because people have been quitting the game. Yep. And and that scares me. It really does because <laughs> I, I want to love this game. I want to play it in 10 years. And if they don't make some changes too. yeah i want i want people the people i care about to want to play too so it it's it's getting it's getting a little scary in in eorzea right now but i think, I think boredom is the key word here it is and i think i think you'll hit on the key concept i mean i think that's the reason we continue to play i mean the content I mean, obviously, we love the content, we love the story, but really, our friends is the reason that we continue to log on, even through times like this, where we're just, we're just kind of, you know, sitting around, you know, with our thumbs up our butts, trying to figure out what we're gonna do. Yep. It's, it's. I mean, logging on to see people and talk with people that we've been playing with for two years now. We're just. It's if if those people start quitting, then why why would I stay? Uh, yeah. I think we even said it this week, maybe even last night, where it's like, oh man, it was so fun to play with you guys again. Because it had felt like a week or so before since we had played again last. And, you know, it is fun when you get back into it and you're with your friends and doing things. But then when you, you don't log in for whatever reasons, you start almost losing contact with your friends. You start feeling isolated. You start feeling rather weird, actually. And it's we have to have we're social creatures we have to have contact we want to be in the game we want to play with each other but what's driving us other than maybe the just the the social part there's there's things that are lacking well there's two sides to it right you've got to have a reason to come back and you have to want to do stuff with your friends obviously and if you don't have that good social group i think a lot of players just kind of fall off the bandwagon but then when you've got that group you have to have something to do and that's where i think it's lacking right now 
Well, that's the thing is, is, you know, if, if you're driven by the friendships, if there's nothing to do, you'll go take your friendships and go somewhere else. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like and Minecraft, rather... like Metal Gear Solid 5. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. But I think to clarify, and we've, we've said this just in our personal conversations, but there's, there is plenty to do in yes. game right now. Yes. But it's, it's more or less all of this, you know, it's, it's same shit, you know, same painting, different cave, whatever you want to say. It's, it's all the same stuff. We all, we did this all in 2.0 and for you, I guess 1.0 players, maybe y'all did this too. It's, it's the same gear grind week after week after week. And it gets incredibly boring and tiresome. And I don't mean, I, I play this game for relaxation and fun and, you know, adventures and not to sit here and do the same two expert dungeons until I cap my tomes so I can buy gear for raid content that's not satisfying me. Oh, here's the difference, Ed. From from 1.0 to 2.0, it was same story, different format, different content. From 2.0 to 3.0, it's new story, same content. Same yep. format. Same format. <laughs> Everything's well, the same except for the storyline. Well, that's the thing is I <laughs> loved the story. Don't get me oh, wrong. Yeah. Get, get, you know, someone put in our notes, you know, getting that first job to 60, it was extremely fun. The expansion was fun. The new zones and the flying and the story and, and you know, yay heavensward and, and you know. The music and the graphics. The music. And, you know, and, oh, gorgeous. We all got new abilities and we all ran. We ran some of my favorite dungeons I never get to go into anymore yes, because they're they not part of the two It's not worth it. Yes, they did it so right in so many ways. But then you get down to the fact that there's nothing new. It's reskinned. Someone said, you know, I was trying to explain this to my husband. My husband is not a gamer. He doesn't get it. And I'm like, he's like, why Why are you bored? What, 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 what are they doing wrong? And I'm like, okay, well, he plays cards with me. We play a lot of cards. And I said, okay, think of a deck of cards. Think of if we have a deck of cards and the only thing we ever did was play gin rummy. Occasionally we'll switch things up and occasionally we'll make it like aces high or low or maybe we'll play gin or rummy. But we never, ever play poker. We never, ever play go fish. We never play, you know, slapjack even for Christ's sake. You you only play gin rummy or God forbid someone throws Catan in there or some other entire board game. It's a whole different universe. We don't have any options. It's all gin rummy. That was the way I tried to explain it to him. He's like, okay, yeah, I'd get bored well, with that too. Yes, it's all, it's gin rummy, but what 3.0 did, Kariri, is it's gin, gin rummy, but here's a here's some new cards with a shiny picture on it. Like we, exactly. we gave you a new, yes. a new pictures on your cards, but it's still gin rummy. Oil. Yeah. They gave you the hollow foil, for <laughs> I got sure. The hollow foil. Yes. New, yeah, yeah. Same cards, new back picture. That's, yeah, that's not yeah. interesting. Yeah, so that, that just killed me. And then, you know, I keep thinking about Final Fantasy XI and, and the different options for Endgame that weren't on the same pattern. Because we're very, very obviously, we all know the pattern. We get one new dungeon, one to two reskins of old dungeons. We have one end game thing for eight man. We'll get one end game thing for 24 man. And it's all the same, everything else. I mean, it's the pattern, 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 pattern. In 11, we had so many different forms. We had BSCNMs and Dynamis and Limbus and Sky and Selvage. And there were so many different variations. 
it wasn't a skin of the same thing. It was an entirely different framework that was built around, you okay. know? I, I have a different, okay, this is, I took your cards one and I went somewhere else with it. Yeah. I feel like right now we have sugar cookies all made with the same two cookie cutters decorated differently, but they're still sugar cookies. I feel like I, I want an oatmeal raisin cookie now. Yes. I want. Yes. That's, a, that's a bad analogy for me because I could eat sugar cookies till kingdom. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> but I see, I see where you're coming from. But I mean, I, I want a chocolate chip cookie, and God forbid you give me a brownie. I mean, seriously. I want some fucking food. Girl Scout cookies. That's what I want. Oh, God. Guys, I want I've, got, I've got apple pie sitting on the table, and I don't need these temptations. <gasps> I, got, I, got, I got Thin Mints, guys. If you get more than three of us together, apparently it goes back to Food Squad every time. <laughs> clearly, clearly. Oh, all right. Flame so I think, I, think we've, I think we've covered... It, it's really recycled content, and once you get past the Heaven's Sword's initial storyline, it's same old, same old. There's no, or very few. We do have a couple new game, new new systems. Uh, we never before had like a token systems for crafter, but that has its good sides and bad sides. Sure. We never again, before, you know, that's that's like a new version of, of capping old, yeah. your tomes. You know, something else, something else to cap, something else to grind. And, Yay! You know, well, and having like airships. And sending those out, that's cool. But it's kind of like... It's like retainers. Retainer. Retainer adventures, you know? Yeah. So, retainers. Did, I, and I have a... Go ahead. Well, I would say that, like, this was my biggest fear going into Heaven's Word. I saw the writing on the wall because the closer we got, the more Yoshi P started to talk about these new systems. And, you know, he talked about the new gathering stuff. And I was like, oh, that's cool. They're expanding on gathering. He talked about new crafting. Neat. Specialists. Awesome. Whatever. But the one thing I never heard come up whenever battle content was mentioned, it was like, oh, we got new primals. I'm like, well, but yeah, but every patch had new primals. We've got got Alexander. Well, yeah, we've always got an endgame raid, you know? And I never heard anything new, any new system. Not for battle. No, I mean, at least gatherers and crafters got, like, collectibles. That's actually something different. Mm -hmm. And I remember hearing, like, at one point, there was literally a slide that was dedicated to, what about Fates and Leave quests? Yep, they're Uh going to 62. And I was like, Uh hmm. Where's the new content? We've, we've mentioned fates and leaves and how overjoyed we the, were those in the past. The fact, the fact that there and wasn't... Hunts. We have new oh, hunts, guys. Yep, yep. New hunt tokens. Mm. Twice as many. Uh, but yeah, the fact that it didn't come into some kind of new system to accompany the expansion, you know, when, when new, spa- new expansions normally issue in a new form of raiding, and the fact that this one didn't is a little underwhelming. Well, I don't expect them to rewrite the underlying fundamentals of the game and give us entirely new systems. I don't expect that. But I wanted one or two new game systems. Something that was fresh and new to this game. And they could have stolen it out of eight other games, but they, we got nothing so far. Uh, it For me, it goes to the feeling that they worked very hard on the story and the music and the polish. Which- which shows which shows absolutely the story's incredible for the most part there's some parts that i have problems with but for the most part the story's fantastic the music is incredible there's not a song i i i don't like in this so can top notch top tier and all this um within all that once you get through the facade and i say that lightly it's not a facade it really it really is good but once you get through that first veil when you get right through you feel a little emptiness when you get past 
that? Like, where do I go from here? And so you have like this completed stuff that feels polished and complete. And then you have some systems that feel like they were pushed way out in advance that they're almost unattainable, like the really far red script stuff. Like the, the red script stuff felt like that. We've complained about that before. Within, yeah, you know, absolutely. I looked up the favor yeah. stuff and I looked up what those things yield and then what level of crafting, like level 60. I don't know if there's two star books or whatever for level 60s or the three star, but it's way out there. And so this stuff is like, was that even completely fleshed out or are they putting something, the carrot so far out? that they don't even know quite how they're going to work that yet, so they're waiting for more people to get that far. And then there's some stuff that just feels just downright incomplete. Like, you you just don't know, like, where are they going with it? Are they waiting for 3.1 to fix some of this stuff? Well, and I kind of wonder, are we too greedy? Are we asking too much? But I'm like, so many people are at the same place. So many people are in the same exact place with being like, I'm back to logging in to Tomes to cap, you know, crafting stuff and to maybe smash my face against, you know, Alexander Savage. And it's the same, write me a list of things you do this patch that was different than 2.0. And, and there's not, it's not really much different. So, so are we being too greedy or I don't, I don't think you know, so. are I mean, we missing content? This, I, I think we are. I mean, this was an expansion, but what it really feels like is a patch. A continuation well, is what, yeah, it feels like a continuation of old stuff. It doesn't feel like an expansion. More than that, it feels to me like a reset. It's like they said, okay, we've built up, we've built up with each of these patches, and then hit the reset button, boom, we're back to we're back to 2.0. Only now it's 3.0, right? That's like really true, yeah. And I that's, get that's, 2.0 yeah. with dragons. It is, and well, I get that with the story, because that's kind of what they did with the story. It's like, let's, spoiler alert, let's get rid of all the scions. Let's get rid of all the stuff that carried over from 1.0. You're going to put the, the PC and a few select characters that kind of start them on a new journey. I get that freshness. I understand that. But that's... That's the only freshness I need. I need well, yes, I need some new content, but that that's just just that that's enough for me. I, I need some other stuff to do beyond that. The real reason I think that a lot of people are having this boredom issue right now is if you really like line them up side by side, 2.0, 3.0, endgame, and look at what you had to do. You look at 2.0, we had Amdapur Keep and Wanderer's Palace as our as our two roulette dungeons. Granted, we didn't have roulettes yet, but those were the two dungeons you ran for tomes. Then we had a first Binding Coil of Bahamut. We have Alexander as the analog here. We had three hard mode primals. Now we only have two equivalent extreme mode primals. Oh, we yeah. had no 24-man raid in either patch. Uh, crafting, you were trying to make your AF. Well, even though there's a tome system here, crafting, you're trying to make your AF, and then there's not much to do beyond that. Gathering was just there to support crafting. And, you know, we've got the little stuff like hunts, and, you know, we've got the old 2.0 content, obviously, but at new... 3.0 content it's about as much as we had at 2.0 and that wasn't much and it, it kind of feels like it's i don't know i've been bored in between patches before but this for some reason seems it feels worse it feels a right? lot worse. it does it, it for it sure does it's the smallest amount of content i think we've had at the end game current level in any patch and it's technically i think it's smaller than 2.0 because we had three hard mode primals which were current and we had the relic weapon progression we don't have that here, and it, well, and it's even, very noticeable. Even what we've got, Yelta made a super good point here about, like, even with the extreme primals. What were you saying about that, sis? Well, 
Okay, so the so we did the extreme primals. Basically, what our group did, and what I hear echoed by so many other people, is you do Bismarck EX one time to unlock Ravana. You farm that ten times, and you never fucking look back. Yep. There's, it's it's obsolete content. There's nothing worth going back there for. I'm like, where are the Ramu rings? Where are the Shiva bracelets? Um, you know, I could put off buying some accessories if I could go back and spend a you know one night a week farming bracelets out of you know one of the other new ex primals but no they didn't even spread the gear out it's it's gear comes obsolete really quick oh yeah how about some crafting pieces for glamour something well yeah those are quite literally dead on arrival well we don't even have ponies for christ's sake you know we don't we don't there we have cards oh cards came out of hard though didn't they yeah you could get the cards in hard Mm -hmm. you didn't even have to go to extreme so so the the replayability value is nil. Is yeah, dead on arrival. Zante, you said it perfectly. Um, Meanwhile, I, you still see Shiva in the party finder all the time. Right? Yeah, you still people still want their ponies. They still want you know those weapons are some of the most beautiful weapons they ever came up with in the game, and then you can upgrade them too. You know, it's like I don't understand. I just well, don't understand. Quite quite literally, like with. Bismarck, I believe that's what I one sixty five for Bismarck Extreme Weapons, something like that. That's immediately replaced I, by immediately. 175. 175, yep. but you can buy the the uh, the law one. See, I didn't even know what it's level it was because it was so worthless. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, you there's get the no law one and then you upgrade it. it. There's there's literally no reason to get it. So Bismarck has no replayability whatsoever. It is literally a stepping stone to Ravana. Unless you want the barding, but I mean, that's really? you can buy it off the market board, can't yeah. you? Yes, well, you can. Yeah, and I thought it was a fun fight. I yeah. thought yes. the mechanics are interesting. I thought visual visually it was cool. I thought the music was awesome. You had different roles for everyone to play. It I I really it's liked that fight, and it makes Both me mad. Both of them were, were fun. And Ravana was fun too. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the problems that this patch and the primals have, I think, is that uh, we've gone back to the the having two modes. Right. We had one that was in the main storyline, and then we've had a harder version but for bismarck that wasn't particularly hard and it didn't really offer any valuable loot like i would like to see a still harder version of bismarck like a bismarck savage even yeah yeah no i'm with you well because we did have the three tiers of the original ones there was story mode hard mode and extreme and this feels like a hard mode yeah it seems like they kind of skipped the extreme stage of bismarck at least well, and we're going to outgear it so quickly, it feels like. I mean, at level, we'll talk about, you know, the gear progression later, but it once we outgear some of this stuff, it's going to be like, oh, yawn. Yeah. And what I do want to mention with Ravana is it is slightly better because with Ravana, you get an I-190 weapon, which is much more relevant. And even though, you know, obviously you've got your esoterics weapon, I think right now, me and Ed were kind of talking about this earlier, uh, you you don't really get the need to gear up multiple jobs yet because most people still only have a couple, maybe one or two at 60. Some people have four, but you know, not many people have them all back to 60. And when you get there, like you could farm for three weeks to give one of those alt classes an esoterics weapon, or you could go back into Ravana, do 10 more rounds of Ravana, and come out with an I-190, which is still, you know, a pretty good weapon. Yep. Okay, I'm gonna go on a total side rant here for a second though. Um I talked about this the other day and, and you mentioned leveling up other classes and I'm sitting here thinking I'm going to level up a DD and I've got my tank up. I have 
zero reason to level up any other class. Simply because the only reason I leveled up shit that I will never play before was because I needed their skills for my job. I will never in a million years use a white mage in a dungeon because I would just get everyone killed. But I leveled it all the way to 50 because I wanted all of the skills unlocked. You know, there, there was a reason for me to level it. Because there are no cross-class skills after 50, I have zero incentive to level up the jobs I don't care about. So so all of everything else aside, they, they kind of took away one of my reasons to level things, you know, after 50. Well, and, and if you want to do it for story, I found some of the Heaven's Word, some of the... 50 to 60 stories for each class to be very, very mediocre. Oh. I mean, you know, we've the talked Paladin about that before. The Paladin one was tragically awful. Yeah. Uh, the Black Mage one was like, oh, Forbidden Tome. White Mage wasn't very good. Summoner was good. I Summoner was really good. I thought Dragoon was good, but this was Dragoon patch, so I was expecting Yeah. It. Summoner was impressive. They, like, without getting too spoilerly, they, walk, they worked in some of the overarching uh, Asian lore. It really focuses on, on that well, kind not of only as that, well as it was also kind of a tongue-in-cheek like we're gonna get you the ramu eggy mm. oh yeah, oh, yeah see, that was good. The are but bad. that's all but that's also pouring salt on a wound like walking into the 18th floor and hearing so i heard you got new housing uh, <laughs> yeah no yeah they know, yeah, they know. well that's like you go you do the storyline in heaven's word and alphano has new carbuncles not carbuncles but you know what i mean Right, I see Ruby Carbuncle. He has Ruby Obsidian. obsidian. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think that's more of a tip, uh, like a kind of they're showing their hand a little bit, like, hey, we've made this, it's coming. You know, they've confirmed we've got those those at least uh, palette swaps for the summons on the way. Well, speaking of story and lore, I think that was our next section. Uh, I know for us here, we've talked already about how Alexander Savage. You don't want to go there for the story, man, because you already saw it in normal mode, first of all. And it's, well, and I, I keep thinking back. I'm like, Coil, the first turn of Coil, no, because I had some oh my God moments already in their first, oh wow, seriously. Oh, even in the first on? one, you know, yeah. somebody, the back of somebody's head, was that who I thought it was? Yeah. <laughs> and we had to see what was in there. That was a big part of it. It's like, we were part of that story. It impacted us. And and this just doesn't. It feels like we're outside of it. It feels like the whole thing is tongue in cheek. Um, there's silly goblins, and one of them has a cat. And it just, it 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 was so serious before. We blew up the fucking planet before, you know. And and now it just doesn't feel like it's serious but or they urgent could. or they really they could, could because you have a could. whole area there that's destroyed and you got this big and i'm sure they'll get to alexander maybe some of that but you could very well put some louis type stuff in there because you're dealing with uh you're dealing with charlan you're dealing with some of that mysticism that's there you could pull in matoya you could pull in some other stuff there to give some epicness and it's just not there well, that's well, and I don't even understand the bosses in there. I don't get it. What is the liquid metal guy? That's a great question. Okay. <laughs> I knew aside the- aside from a reference button. to a previous Final Fantasy game. <laughs> I understood 
you know, eight, I understood that we were fighting security systems and I understood that we were, you know, trying to be stopped from progressing. And this stuff just seems kind of random and tossed in there. Oh, there's, here's some mobs. Have at it. Yeah. yeah it, and- it feels very tiered and very, it, it, before, yeah, all of the bosses made sense. They don't make sense here. They feel like, okay, you need something to fight. We're just going to stick this in front of you. Well, when you compare specifically story, when you look at the story to Binding Coil of Bahamut 1 to this Alexander stuff that we've had, like Yelta was saying, the one thing I feel about it is that the presentation of the story was much better with Alexander. I like how after every, every you know, like turn of Alex, you've got, you know, a little bit of a, a storyline. You, you go and check in with your NPCs. There's kind of like that constant sense of progression in terms of story. But in the actual content, it just completely loses out on the scale. Like, like you said, we blew up the world, and now we're talking about silly goblins. And like, yeah, Alexander's a threat, but it doesn't have that that weight and seriousness to it. Yeah, and why that's... are we repeating it for a savage? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to to be sorry, fair, we're saying... not we're talking about the seriousness. We are fighting a bunch of goblins. Goblins aren't the most serious creatures in the world, at least from my perspective. They're kind of goofy. No. Oh no! Don't get, don't get me wrong. I love goblins. Goblins are one of my favorite creatures in Final Fantasy history, but they're they can be they could have been implemented in a way that. Let's look at the leader, the goblin leader. Yes. Why not? He's, why, a, he's a Bond villain. Okay. Well, yes, but <laughs> why why not make him speak perfect English? Why not have him be like a superior intellect kind of guy? And you're like, how the hell does this guy speak different than the rest of? Them? There's a question for you. Maybe we that should uncover a little bit more of that. Maybe Ale- maybe Alexander is actually a ticking time bomb, and that's why all the people in Charlayne had to flee because this thing was going to explode. You know, three years back or something. Have 15 years ago. I I don't even really have a good grasp on when people left Charlayne and why it's in such disarray right now. But, but well, th- that could be tied in somewhere. But put some hints. Maybe he, maybe this English-speaking goblin says something, and it gives us some kind of depth that goes, what the fuck is going on? There's something more to this. I don't I'm get that. I'm barely I, curious. I, that's the thing. Is I cared more about the... What is the name of the goblin... From the dungeon with the cheese Brave quest. Oh, yeah. Brave Fox. Brave Fox. I care more about Brayflox than I do Fox. about any of this Alexander shit. And that's not okay. I mean, it's it's not that that they made me care or genuinely interested in the plot of that versus the plot of this. Or the back of a goblin. Cheese. A back and of it's a about cheese. goblin head okay without with the that. mask. Or something where it's like, am I going to get to see a goblin face later on or something? Yeah, Just something it, to make me go, I am really wondering what's happening. I don't really give a shit right now what happens after Acts 4. Because like all of you said, it's disjointed. It doesn't feel like it's one flowing, continuous story. It doesn't tie me back to hmm. the original story. I don't feel a sense of epicness like I even belong here. It doesn't really matter. We'll get to, we'll send some janitors in to clean up the goblin mess. And that's I think that's exactly it. In terms in terms of end game raid content, it kind of just feels like they phoned it in. It just feels half assed. It's a mechanism. It's all a mechanism, and that's what I keep coming back to is Alexander is the mechanism because we needed end game content. The goblins are a mechanism to give us Alexander. They're not they didn't it doesn't feel crafted 
it doesn't feel like it's lovingly crafted. It's not good like, storytelling. Like the coil. Yeah, that's uh, it. What Beastman doesn't it. have a primal yet? Oh, the goblins. Throw them in there. <laughs> well, quite literally, exactly. Alexander just comes up out of the river. Like, it just appears out of nowhere and is like, well, I'm here. Come do this content now. Exactly. Doesn't even make it all the way out. Yeah. Well, and well, and it is well, and and the urgency is supposed to be, ooh, it's sucking the aether from. So was every other fucking primal. And it's also turned off. Like it's... currently, it's off. Yeah, there's no immediacy. There's no urgency. We've already seen the story, so I don't feel like I have to. I mean, the gears are. There's yeah, the gears. Oh my god, don't get me started. Yeah, no, it's just recolored. It's the same gear with a little higher stats that we can paint. Don't get me wrong. I like me some pink gear, but it's not enough. It's just not. Yeah. All right. Was there so what? So what else? I know we've complained about other lore. What's everybody else's favorite lore to complain about? Um, I I still am not happy with the way Nanamo died, and then they just re- resurrected her, and they just kind of hodgepodge patched it in there. Everything's going to be back to normal, and then they have to. For whatever reason, uh, Koji Fox had the opportunity to write the little short stories. And if you haven't read, what are the name of those short stories that we've been talking about? Tales from the Dragon, Dragon Song War. Tales from the Dragon Song War. Fabulous. Yeah. Which are great and give depth to the characters that I feel was not in the game. It gives a depth to Nanamo that I feel was not in the game. Um, but why do I need a little side story to give me that depth? I just feel like that was... It was so epic until they had that little cutscene in the Silver Bazaar or Golden Bazaar where it's just like, well, here's some here's some gill or whatever and everything's back to normal without – there should have been maybe something more. Like I felt it, but I, I – would have wanted a little more – I would have wanted to see Raban be free and angry longer. You know what I <laughs> yeah. mean? Yeah. I wanted no, some like sure. maybe you – no, know, maybe change him forever and not just because he lost an arm. I'd like to actually see him do something bad. Or then say some like the dog goes back to its vomit or the dog goes back yeah. to the cage or something where it's I'm, like – I'd love to see him – Oh, go ahead. I keep hoping that this is just kind of like, you know, the calm before the storm. I hope that in the later 3.x patches, that just shit hits the fan. Well, (laughs) go ahead, Kara. I was just going to say, I want to see Rao Ban a little angry with Nanamo. She cost him his arm. He's got to be so, so mad. He's got to be. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and it just, it makes him... Not feel like a fleshed out character when I've always loved Ron. I, I thought he was so much more interesting. Pussy than whipped is the only other way I could see it, which it seems really <laughs> odd. But unless there, say, unless say there's a sexual will. connection there, where it's some kind of you know the friend zone where you'll do anything for that girl. But that makes <laughs> that makes Raban super weak. No, I mean, there's no there's and no, a pedophile. There's yes, no way that can be true. Got, it's not. Like it's not true. Although it does remind me of a picture I saw today as an aside. Someone said, oh, for all of you Nanamo and Raoban shippers out there today, it'd be kind of like this. Abort. Abort. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a picture of a hamster nibbling on a banana. Oh. <laughs> oh. I do not believe that's the case at all. But that's the feeling I get. Because what, what general acts that week before... This, it just doesn't. Yeah, don't he's feel such right. a big badass on everything else, and then when it comes to Nanamo, he's just like a pushover. Like you said, he acts like he's pussy whipped, and it's like, I don't think that's how his character should be responding. I think the intent there is that 
he really believes in the Sultana as a leader. The problem with that is we haven't seen her do anything. No leadership. She just so. wants to add to to secede the throne. That's she, yeah. we've heard we've heard one good idea, which is like you know make it a republic. But we haven't actually seen her do any governing. We haven't seen her do any take control of any of the situations. All we know is like yeah, I like her. She's cute. She's nice. Whatever. But you wouldn't see why this guy would willingly give up an arm and then be really okay with it after the fact. Which would make sense if Nanamo died and somehow Raban took over leadership. Maybe some writ or something took effect that they found made Raban the de facto leader of Eorzea or something, you know, where he had power and he could he could wreck shop if you really wanted to. Well, and I feel like we got our closure with Nanamo to a certain extent. We got to see her character developed a little more. We got to see her say, okay, I can put my shit aside and be a leader now. You know, I, I did some things wrong and I learned from it and, you know, we're going to do it right now. That tale from the Dragon Song War I thought was really fabulous, as we mentioned before, and and it did flesh out Nanamo for me and I felt a little better about the end of her Nanamo zombie Jesus story. But I I didn't feel that we got that from Roban. You know, the more I've thought about it, it's like, he can't be that okay with this. He can't be. Why wasn't he? I mean, I understand he was, he was relieved she's alive, but she didn't tell her most trusted friend. And where was the emotion? He should have been like laughing and crying at the same time. But why, Nanamo? But why? And And like, you can picture it. So yeah, I just I just actually sure. played through that section again today on my alt character. And yeah, it's it's really lacking because even the, the moment where you think you're gonna get some emotion, he wakes her up and you're like, here it comes. Like and they get they each get a single line and then it cuts to the meeting room and he walks in and she's like, Oh, well, Nanamo's gonna be fine, everybody. All right, go about your business. I mean, it would have been kinda maybe a little too much, but slapper <laughs> and said, Our relationship will never be the same. Or something where you're like, Ooh, he shit. Felt, he he should have felt something. I mean, I understand he was relieved she was alive, but he she I don't know. She wasn't lost an arm. Sure. He should have grabbed that arm that you know was cut off and slapped her with that loose arm. <laughs> Threw it at her with the phantom arm. Ooh. And and then and then had a breakdown because he didn't have it anymore. The phantom pain. Raubon PTSD. Gotcha. Well, you know, like you really get a, a feeling that that's where it's going. You know, you you if you leave the title menu on fourteen right now, going, you see that opening video when they've got Rob on and chains and lightnings flashing and stuff. But you think like, oh man, you he's going to get out and wreck I expect divine shit. retribution is what oh, I expect. For sure. And yeah. you, you don't get it. You get you get to rescue him, which is cool. But like even then, you get to you know fuck up Ilbert. But I needed a little bit Kinda. more retribution. I, yeah, I kind of hoped he would, was going to be a bad guy that would have to be brought into justice, but also maybe vigilante Raban. Vig- vigilante berserked Raban, and then as the story goes through the three point storyline, he comes back to his senses, and now he's going to rule with a different set of rules. I, yeah. I had this yeah, whole thing in my head, and this whole thing in my head that Raban he lost his arm and he lost his Nanamo, and now he's he can't be the leader, so he's going to turn into a fucking dark knight. He's going to get some, some you know... Oh, that could work. Yeah, education, you know, in, in taking that rage and that anger and all of that pain and, you know, honing it into... Me. So I was totally... I had this whole other storyline for Raubon in my head, which always is going to lead to disappointment, but... So it just felt like such a letdown with what they did. I don't know. Well, 
I do think what's coming for him is that like we're gonna we haven't seen the rehabilitation of Rabon, and I hope that you know we get to see a little bit of like so Rabon's missing an arm. He was a good fighter. How does he fight now? Mechanical you know? arm or giant shield or some other Yeah, or or maybe he could become a Dark Knight. Still on the table. There you go. Uh, here's here's the thought. Since they did the Tales from the Dragon Song War, and that's kinda like the in between, are they gonna are they gonna put that in the game or are they just gonna leave that out there? I think I they're just gonna leave it out there. I do too. I mean, calamity, same thing. Same thing. Okay. I mean, that... but hopefully yes. we'll see characters <laughs> acting on the motivations that we've now learned about through that. You know, like maybe we could see some reference so, yeah. back to that kind of character growth as well. I would love it, and I would love to see them develop Raubon, like you mentioned, Zante. But I don't think they will. I think they're just gonna like. I think they're done with that part of the story. I, oh, I really do. Uh, and I, I, mean, I, I need they to. Weren't. I need to at least see some some flashbacks or something of angry Raubon when he was maybe in prison. Maybe he had this huge thing where he was, he was just kind of screaming at the 12, you know, like what, what happened? Why is this happening? Why is this happening to me? I, 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 I need to see him angry, but it's like they it. stopped at 2.55 <clears throat> made it an afterthought in 3.0 and only focused on the 3.0 story. It was Except for maybe and... now he's nasty. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And, and Speaking point, of maybe he's an Asian, what happened aliens. to what happened to the whole thing at the end of two point five five with Orianje talking to the Asian? Did that even come back up? Nope. Nope. Uh, nope. It's thread right now. Please <laughs> look forward and, to it. Wow. I, I do have my own theories on that, but yeah, that's well, that's great theories, but it should have at least been something. I think there should have been referenced again. Referenced. Yeah. But yeah, but at least like <laughs> hey, don't forget would have been like a nice nod, but maybe they want us to forget. Yeah, well, no, that, that's fine. That's, I mean, if, if we forget, then we'll be shocked next time it comes back up. If they bring it back up. if they, <laughs> the, But what if the point is to make us forget because we just don't do any more with oh, it? Oh, I hope not. That would be <laughs> stupid. Oh, I think they're, they're going to bring it Let's back. Let's hope so. I'll, I'll have more faith in my previous comment. Okay, we hashed story and lore to death. What do we got next? I, I think we got, uh, oh, we kind of already touched on it, but we were going to talk about endgame difficulty and story next. And uh, we, we already kind of talked about how it's not the same as Coil and blah, blah, blah. I think the story we've covered, yeah. but the difficulty yeah, might be worth hashing out. Mm. Well, and, and, and even from people who have cleared Alexander Savage, even they seem to think it was actually kind of tuned a bit high. So it kind of feels like you either have like the easy crap to do. You can run your dailies. You can do your weekly, you know, do two runs of each floor of Alexander normal and you're done for the week. Or you can just wipe a lot in Savage. Well, so me and Ned were talking about this a bit earlier as well. And one thing we kind of hit upon is that the game currently caters really well to, well, really well, as well as it can be in its current state, to casual players. And that you've got your story modes, you've got your roulettes, and you can just all queue up and be in and out. And You could spend an hour on it, or you could spend 10 hours on it, or whatever. That's fine. Then you've got your hardcore players who can go beat their heads against the finely tuned Alexander Savage mode. You don't really care about what the story's like. You just want the challenge. And you've got that there. But for all of us middle core players, it's kind of, you kind of get screwed on both ends. Yep. And I don't, yep. I don't even mind the difficulty that much. I love the challenge. And I mean, I hate to keep beating a dead horse, but it's just the story. There's no, a challenge is only half the equation. Like if I'm going to be challenging really hard end game content, there's got to be some kind of payoff at the end besides gear that I'm going to, you know, it's going to be obsolete within a patch cycle. For like, sure. There needs, brings... there needs to be some kind of story. 
Yeah, this brings me back to my motivations. And I keep, mm-hmm. I've repeated this on numerous shows, but I keep going back to, it's very simple. I don't want to block other people from story. I am very story driven. Um, that was a big part of me for Coil, how, you know, finishing Coil was I wanted to finish the story. I wanted to see it for myself, you know. Find out what happens. Yeah, find out what happens. And that's been taken away. And then you on top of that, the um, the gear is so underwhelming, as we've mentioned, that there's nothing special, even for glamour, that I'd want to go back there. I mean, I will still go back and do some turn nine and some old coil because there's some gear in there that I wouldn't mind glamouring or the people I know would, would love to get some glamour out of. So there is motivation to go back there. I don't have the story. <laughs> I don't have the amazing gear. Um, and as has been mentioned, because it's such a gear treadmill, we're going to have better gear in what? three to six months anyway. So what's the point? Exactly. I, I, the motivations. So the only motivation I have for running it is to bash my head against the hardest. Do it for for the sake of doing it. And that's not really where I want to be with end game content. Yeah. When talking about motivation, I've got more motivation to do more undermanned extreme fights for, you know, people getting ponies or what have you than to keep, you know, beating my head against the raid content. For sure. And, you know, that was part of the, <clears throat> if you guys had more fun, I mean, that was the most fun I've heard you guys talk about having. And I think Ruby even did a tweet about it. It's like, I had more fun doing undermanned um, extreme primals than, than I've had in, you know, a month in this game. Mm-hmm. Or so, doesn't, you know, doesn't something speak those well lines. for the new content. It doesn't. And that's a really sad thing to, you know, say, but it's true. And, if I if I don't have those motivations, this this has started as Edward, you mentioned that, you know, outside of going to Savage Coil, you haven't even logged in. And that's I feeling kind of the same way. It's like and the Savage Coil, I said it the other day to Yelta that, you know, I'm feeling like going to Savage is a job. It's it's more of an obligation right now than an enjoyable fun thing to do it's, if it weren't for the people i wouldn't be doing it it's kind it, it hasn't gotten to the job i mean once it once it gets to a job like thing for me i stop doing it because that's not what i play this game for but i mean yeah you're right it's 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 getting there i mean you guys Let's... you guys are why i still play you know i mean that that's it in a nutshell it's i i enjoy you guys i enjoy the storyline um, I go to Coil, or not Coil, but I go to Alex Savage because you guys are there and I'd like to do this with you guys. But if, if it weren't for that, I I don't think I'd be doing I, Endgame. I went back, I don't know, eight years to Chains of Promathia because I had not beaten it because I wanted to see the end of the story. I, I went back to that years ago, which was way after the content had come out, because I wanted to see that. And it, yes, it was dumbed down. It was easier. It was around Abyssia time. So, you know, yeah, I got a little easier ride. But I went back for that story. If I've already seen the story, what, I, you know, if I haven't seen that story, maybe, maybe it will be five years from now. But I would go back and do Alexander to finally see that story because that's what motivates me. I play Final Fantasy for the story for the most part. Well- Part part of the problem really is that like any MMO to a certain extent, when you have vertical progression coming into play, you have a treadmill. You have we're doing this this content to get better gear. Why are we getting better gear so we can do higher content? But if you 
don't put like a layer of story over that, it becomes very naked and very obvious. And the more you're aware of the fact that, well, there really is no point to me getting stronger. It's just a vicious cycle. Unless you want to do it. Yep, Uh, exactly. And so by having that story in story mode and just taken out of the savage equation, now we're here like, well, uh, we're here. Now what? Why are we we doing this? Oh, I guess because we're really bored. Um, Because we've been assigned that that's the next thing. It's the last thing left to do. It's the last last thing to do. Well, I I put in the notes, everything's on rails, (laughs) right? The game has a very... A very this is the progression you will take and that's it man because you that's all there is right now that's all there is it, well, it's, it's... you have to do a and b and c in order because <laughs> you know you can't have anything outside of the very linear and and that and that goes kind of the to the next topic is is the battle and gear progression it's strictly vertical there's not i mean there's nothing there's no side grades of any interest and uh there's there's and there's too many gear sets that are like worthless before you even completed the whole set. And that was really bothering me. I'm like I was getting all of my law gear for my black mage and then they're like, "All right, Alexander Normal's here." So I went in there and I'm like, "Okay, I'm Why bother buying law gear?" Well, then I'm like, "Well, what am I going to spend my law gear on or my law tomes on?" So then I, I started buying law tomes for a month. Well, warrior, I guess. Well, see, and that's kind of what they did that shit wrong. First of all, I think law gear should have been the job specific gear. It's easier to obtain. It was uncapped. And now I can have a different outfit for every job. And at that earlier time, I think most people had one or maybe two level 60 jobs. So you didn't need the shared gear set. I felt like they really fucked that up, too. I think the esoterics should have been the of casting of fending set. I don't know. That's a good point. And with the copious amounts of law and nothing else to spend them on, by the time I got to 190 on my main, I had enough to get to 185-ish on yeah. on my secondary. So where is even yeah. me working on the secondary? By the time I hit 60, I was already like 183, 185. There's not even anything for me to grind on on my secondary for the I, most part. Yeah, no, my, my bar is at like – sorry, Yelta, go no, ahead. Go ahead. No, it's just, I was just it's gonna, the same thing. Same thing, exactly, I think. I was We're, just going to say my bard is at 53. It's my it's my next highest level character, and I have a full set. Yes. I have a full set of, of gear for it when it gets there. Yeah, if you if you'd silly. gotten one drop of the weapon you wanted from Ravana and then you ran it two times, you have two Ravana weapons, one for your off or your secondary and one for your main. You're already set with the weapon. By by the time you're you're through with all that and you've you've gotten enough SOs for your main to get to the 190 range, you've already geared up another class, and it's like now I it's one less thing for me to even have to do. And I I know I don't want to do that like because it feels like a job and I'm I'm grinding or whatever. But sometimes the grind is okay too because it at least gives me some do that. That's one less thing in the game that I have to do, and I don't need less things to do. Yeah. Well, and I keep thinking, I know I keep mentioning 11, but they, and as many things as was wrong with 11, they did some things really right too. And, and one of the things that I really enjoyed about 11 is that the, the gear, the gear progression was, I really enjoyed the pacing of that much more than I enjoy the pacing of gear in this game. Um, and, and some of the things that you could do with gear or that, that they did with gear were fantastic. You could go get 
a piece of gear that had a counter attack on it. You could go get a piece of gear. There were trade-offs. You know, you, you could go get a piece of gear that would give you treasure hunter. They might have slightly less, you know, um, stats in other areas. So it was a trade-off. You know, you had to pick what was important to you. Um, there was things that gave you fast cast. There were things that gave you critical hit evasion. There were elemental resistances. There were oh, specific... Oh, that's too complicated. <laughs> elemental oh, resistance. Oh, oh God that. forbid. Handle that. God. You'd never and... take black mages to anything. See... <laughs> <laughs> it just kills me. It's like, you know, there were weapons that, that were bird killers and demon killers and undead killers. And so there were reasons. And most of these things you'd go get from NMs, you know. So there was yeah, open yeah, world. Exactly. <laughs> so, whoa, whoa, you know. Whoa. Spawn claiming? Camping? What? No, get out. <laughs> hey, we yeah. had NMs in 1.18 or whatever. I, I, I still remember want farming, NMs. But I, I remember farming the belt off of that however you say her name yes. and, you know I, I remember teaming up with other people and doing it it was content it was something to do now it's like you walk by and i'm like oh i'll knock over this nm or not because it's not on my blog doesn't so drop here cares. it doesn't yeah. give you anything yeah no it's just they've watered it down land but I, I we were talking about this before before the podcast what what the thing is totally lost my train of thought oh my god well we talked about the elemental wheel you talk about i think you even have stats for piercing and blunt weapons sure um you know why can't we have and and i'm not talking okay so so let's pretend they put elemental damage back in the game that doesn't mean you're not gonna take anything but black mages or you know whatever all they would have to do to make it work is that I would feel special on the first boss as a black mage because my lightning would be awesome. But then maybe the second boss would maybe be fairly resistant and better, you know, weak to slashing damage. All they would have to do is mix it up a little bit, and it, yeah. it doesn't have to be an, it doesn't have to be big enough numbers to make you. Min, you're not going to min max your dungeon run for tomes, but if I, you could see that you crit more on this fish boss or whatever. No, for sure. And I just thought of what I was going to say before. <laughs> Is We were talking about the fact that one of the main goals of this game, what, one of their big goals, they've said it over and over again, was to make it friendly to new players to MMOs. Mm -hmm. They what wanted this. the old players? Exactly. Well, that's the thing. Is I was okay with this goal. I'm totally behind this goal up till 3.0. Yes, 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 yes. I've been wanting to say this. 2.0, I understand why they dumbed it down. I get it. 1.0 was it maybe had some overcomplication and had a lot of problems. And so we had to dumb it down, make it so people could entry level. That's great. That is not what we expected from 3.0. We expected this to be, let's step it up. Because you set the barrier already that you have to have already gone through the 2.0 storyline to get into 3.0. We fully expected that once you get into 3.0, you're going to get an added level of difficulty. Shit's getting real. So we're going to do some more difficult content, harder stuff. And if there's whining in 3.0, suck it up, crybaby. It's time yep. to get real. 2.0 is over. 3.0 is now. And you got to play hard. Or go I agree home. 100%. I think they keep trying to cater to everybody. Stop. Stop it. 
don't make don't make content easy because you want people to keep playing. Make it hard. And that's what Yoshida <laughs> changed originally in 1.0, where everybody just could be anything. White mages could wear armor and all the bullshit Tanaka did. Mud classes. Mud yeah. classes mm -hmm. that weren't fleshed out. He's, he's made specializations with the jobs and all that. They can't even get damn specializations right in 3.0 for the, the crafting classes. And... and, and you you did this for for the 1.0 going into 2.0 we fully expect more specialization going into 3.0 make it you got to get the uh, an even narrower window more narrow window to go through to get some content done not easy mode and then impossible not half-assed and then so far out there that you can't achieve any goal it doesn't make sense. It's not like they're building precept upon precept. It's once again, it's like we're just going to do the same thing. We're going to hit the reset button like Zante said. That's not what we wanted. We wanted to build on top of what we had before, but a little narrow, like that pyramid going up. Well, that beginner thing goes out the window. It's no longer a good reason. It was a good reason up to 50. That's fine. I'm behind you 100% there. But now they're not beginners anymore. They're not newbies to MMOs anymore. They have a level 50 character. They have a level 60 character. They had to go through the whole storyline. So you had they had to learn some things along the way. They know how to do fates. They know how to do dungeons. They know how to do, you know, questing. And they know how to do everything you need to do to get to the end of Heavensward. Or even to get into Heavensward. At that point, you need to fucking step it up. And they didn't. That's and how I feel. At the end of the day, right, like your your easy content can be your storyline. That's okay. But once you've completed the storyline, you're at max level, you've you've beaten the main game, and now we're at end game. Isn't end game supposed to be more difficult? Like it's fine having a couple of dungeons that you can just run a little bit more easily, but all that content after that, that's extra. If you're not like a competent player enough to be able to complete coil, well like you know, I'm You're sorry not for other you... endgame content. Yeah, and and let's, and... And let's clarify the the Alexander Savage is difficult. I mean, it's yeah. by no means. Oh easy, yeah, but yeah. it's we have grievance of that for a problem that we've already very clearly stated. I mean, it ne it needs to be difficult, but it needs to be engaging. It needs to. I want something to suck me in like Coil did. Like before, like I haven't been playing Final Fantasy because I have other games to play. I had tons of other games to play when we were doing Coil, Amazing. but I wanted to finish Coil. I yep. wanted to know what happened. I wanted the gear, and it, it's that there hasn't been anything in 3.0 that's really sucked me in like that. Yeah, since we since I finished the story. Yeah, I, I think that <laughs> the engagement is what's lacking. I wanted to go back to another point Zante had about the mid-course stuff, that there was no in-between stuff, and we're all begging for some engaging mid-core thing, and I'm afraid they're going to push us into the void um, the void arc for that, which again seems like the, the cart is before the horse in the sense that now we're going to have the 24-man raid after the savage stuff so what kind of gear content comes out of the 24 man raid is that even going to be engaging enough to run will there be a good story what kind mm. of gears coming out of that it 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 blows my mind with that and i guess it's why and i i won't go into it in depth because i think we'll talk about it a little later is the airship content is that the missing link i hope so uh, <laughs> i hope so so ruby you mentioned specialization on crafters yeah so I want to I want to talk about crafters for a minute. I yeah, like 
I don't see a point to them currently. Like that's that's a huge frustration. Is I really feel like crafting is in its own bubble. Yes. It doesn't feed into anything. The highest gear you can craft for a battle class that I've seen is 160, 180, I think. And that's that. And you know, that's below esoterics, that's below uh Savage Heart uh Alexander, it's below normal Alexander, you know. Zante the whole point with the battle systems when they added the new abilities was to add synergy in the party. You had abilities that helped other party. Dragoons are making extra crits and paladins when they're getting healed helps other party members. and things. There's more synergy to the battle system. They have isolated the crafting system. It feels less synergy than it did before. Yeah. It's a total opposite. When was the last time anybody melded a materia? My <laughs> relic three months, so five funny. months I, ago. I'm doing yeah. a little bit on the accessories for my crafter classes. I'm leveling leather worker so I can meld more for my own crafting classes in its own bubble. Once again, sir. Yep. So what's crafting for right now? I mean, you can make airship it's parts for, it's for if crafting. you're lucky. But if you're lucky, if you're lucky enough. To have a free company who was able to buy a house because there's no fucking housing. That's yep. that's. We'll get there in a second. Let's let's hit the uh, the gathering and crafting harder. <laughs> uh, you know, we talked about how crafting is pretty much useless in three point. Crafting for me is a Sunday long masturbation fest. It's just <laughs> me. Is it is it fun enough for that? <laughs> you know, but but eventually you get sore and you get tired. Just chafing. <laughs> some chafing. You run out of oil. Uh, yeah, it's it's just it's crafting for crafting's sake, just like Eddard said. And you know, like the one the one thing I've had like the glimmer of hope was airships, but so far, you know, like I've I've done my fair share of airship crafting myself, but like you just you're just dumping mats into a hole and then stuff comes out. You know, there's it I was expecting a little bit more with quote unquote free company crafting than literally put <laughs> random crafters in party, press button thing comes out the oh, wrong way that cutscene, man that oh, cutscene. <laughs> that's great so feels yeah. rewarding it, it oh seems, my god it seems like a lot of things this patch is x for x you know x for the purpose of x yeah it's it's crafting, you're doing this for the crafting, sake of rating for the like, sake of rating it's just it's mm-hmm. I, ah, I would tell you i do like i like the collectible system for the sake that it yes. feels like you can achieve something without you destroying the craft. You know, like, whereas when you would try to get an HQ, you could get 98%, 99, and all still fail. It's all or nothing. It's pass <laughs> or fail. Whereas collectibles, you know, hey, I can get into the range, but if I get further, I may get some more stuff out of it. But maybe the more stuff you get out of it, to me, isn't really as worth it because you may not get more red scripts out of it or something. That's a different story, I guess. So I yeah. like I like the collectible system. I like the collectible system on Gatherer too. It adds yep. almost like a crafting mini game to gathering. So that part to me yeah. is is fun as well. Yeah, I know. Not everybody likes that, but I do, I like, that I like it. Push, I like that it's not push button get bacon, because before gathering was pretty much I, and I you still can you know, if you want. Yeah, you still and can, so, and that, that's very. Cathartic. And that's fine. And like I said in a previous episode, if you wanted to just go and buy all the HQ crafted gear for the gatherer and have it melded or whatever, and then you 
go do your do your own thing and you just want to get for getting's sake, that's fine. I, I choose to do the red scripts because I want the red script gear and whatever, and I think that part's fun. That part's all well and good. But once again, here you go. The crafter is asking is for the with the gatherer and they're helping each other out. You know, you'll meld my gear and all that stuff, but it's still within its own crafting and gathering bubble. Yeah, and that's that's the big issue. And the one thing I will say about like uh about the collectible system is I, I like that there's options like that's something that the game has been struggling with with the linearity of certain aspects but in crafting and gathering i feel like they hit a good stride of like you finally have options on how to level yourself up you have options on mm-hmm. how to gear yourself up you you know if your play styles if you if you like going out and gathering and you just want to you want to relax you want to put on a nice podcast you know listen yeah. to something uh-huh. while you're gathering and just hit some nodes you can do that to level up and you'll get stuff along the way if you're more like, I want the big chunks of EXP, or I want more of a challenge, you know, you get like this little mini game to figure out rather than just zoning out and hitting the button, you've got your collectible system, you've got leave quests. And, you know, I found gathering the leveling process, I found it much more engaging than I did in the past because I had to put on Netflix or something Agreed. when I was leveling the first time yes, around. Yes, but then you have to think to do that. Although some of the buttons are almost worthless to me. Some of the abilities, I'm not oh, sure, yeah. are completely fleshed out. Like the one that when you get two HQs in a row, I don't, I, mm-hmm. I've never gotten a two HQ chain in a row to, to get or, that. Or it was the my ones last you have to, one. The so ones where you have to successfully hit five things in a row, but most nodes only have four. Well, that's like, where you, that's what that, that's uh, when you use ageless words. If you're looking at the botanist one, that's where he gets, grants you an extra gathering attempt, and then you can force an HQ. Well, there you go. But what like, about... Why? Why? What about I mean, the I, one where you have to completely wear out? You know, you get a, you have to go over your wear to use the, the, the ability. Last ditch? Last ditch. Have you used I, it? I have used it, and it's not... I mean, it's, it's all right, I guess, but I mean, it's it says can only be executed when item wear is at its maximum, not over its maximum. But you can't use it till it's, it's over maximum five of thirty. So one typo, fix it, Yoshida. And I mean, it, no, it's not worth it. I I did I did experimenting with it just to see, and it's not worth it because it 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 really is a last ditch, last ditch. Because you only have a what ten percent chance of getting the item. But if it was if a, you're over. But if it was a ten percent that you got something spectacular, mm. maybe maybe it's worth it to do it that way. But I I just I don't get the don't. point of that one. It uh it just increases the collectability and it doesn't even say by how much. It goes back to me thinking here's a system <laughs> that they didn't completely flesh out. Yeah, we'll do these these six buttons. This works great together. But let's throw some more in there that maybe by patch three point two we'll have something figured out. Yeah, and to talk about red scripts for a moment, the one thing I've wanted to say on the red script progression, specifically for Gatherer, is like it is, it does not seem to be worth it. Like you've said many times, Ruby, to to go all in and try to get like you know those nodes. We don't know what's coming out of them. I mean, maybe we do by now. I but... looked. There's some stuff in there that you can. Once again, you can use those on crafters to craft some end game <laughs> Gatherer and crafter equipment. Yeah, which still doesn't feed into the Disciple of Wars, but that's a completely different thing. But so the way I look at it is like you've got you've got your tome your tomes your scripts rather for gear, and you've or you could spend those same scripts on getting these favor system things going. And you've got a valid point that it seems like well, okay, maybe this is good down the road. I think that's what they were shooting for. Is right now 
you should be looking at, you know, getting your gear first. Yeah. Then go and try to cash in on your scripts. And once you've got all that gear, well, what do you spend your scripts with? So I think that was like on their part, long-term planning is like, well, in a month, two months, when people have been getting all their scripts, why are they going to keep getting their scripts? Well, now we've made scripts like an expendable currency. So I think you'll never run into that situation where it's like, well, what do I do with my scripts? You've always got something to do with them. Right. But I'd say like, you've got some valid criticism in that, you know, is that's not very obvious. <laughs> we don't know which one to be doing, but it does give you that variety of play because if you want to try to go and say, you know what, I want to be the first person to gather X rare ingredient, right? And I'm going to sell that for like millions of gil or whatever. I want to be the first one out there. You can risk it or you could play it safe and get your gear. It's, it's kind of, it's that challenge for the people who really just want to be the first to grab <laughs> something or it's, you know, the standard route for people who want to kind of follow the progression that makes more sense. Yep, I'll agree with you on that, 100%. But yeah, it's still it's still a bit confusing. <laughs> well, and I was really confused. I actually leveled up a gathering class to fifty before I ever <laughs> even figured out how to do a collectible. I feel like they should have given me like it's a sixty. A, I'm sorry, sixty. I feel like they should have given me us a couple of nodes that were like twenty four hour nodes that I can yeah. practice on. Even you know, I don't even need that much XP or anything out of it. But it's like I never got to play with it, and you would miss your window, and you're now fucked for thirty two minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and like a, at least a basic explanation of the system would have been nice because I remember being like, okay, wait, how do these work? I have access to this now. Let me go look up a guide. Oh, like, what am I doing? There, here? I tried reading the help text, and it was useless. there was no guides yeah. when we started, and it was like I, it, it was a lot of fun to figure out, but it, it was there was a learning curve to it. Yeah, I still have to have all my stuff written down because I still yep. screw it up if I don't have it yep. written and I follow the little thing. Uh, but once, see, guys. I didn't cap Essos last week. I capped red scripts. I have more fun in the crafting right now than I am in the battle content. That's something. Uh, yep. That's, that's uh, a little sad. Yeah. A little sad. Well, you know, and there's, there's other issues too. We've got a lot of quality of life issues. Sup? Carrie, you want to, Carrie, you want to take this first one? Cause... We got another hour or what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, you might need one the way I like to rant on this. Um, I think there's one question I have for for Yoshi right now. There's just one, and it's where's my fucking house? That's that's it right there. Uh, that is the bottom line of it. Um, we've been told that they haven't released more housing because they're afraid that some of the current areas would start being empty. We've been told server issues. We've been told. We want to figure out systems so that we can transfer to new housing zones and blah, 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 and switch between medium and large or small and medium or small and large. And all of the, I've heard more fucking excuses about housing in this game than anything else combined. And it's such a silly thing. I'm not asking for a new housing zone. I'm not asking for a way to switch from small to medium houses i'm asking for more wards of the same fucking housing and why oh why can anyone tell me why we don't have that two years after housing was released well, it was uh, you re- see uh servers uh, oh, uh reason, and reasons uh <laughs> i mean i mean come on career are you are you a programmer you don't understand the intricacies of these server <laughs> problems we have um no that would be money whoring 
throw some money at it, oh, buy God. some fucking servers, and be done with it. Seriously, I went and looked up the date that housing was released. It was released December 14th of 2013. When was it, the, uh, the they added more wards, right? When was the last time they added some additional space? God, that they was did one time. One there time. That one yep. time. Yeah, when they, they released cheaper yeah. housing, Sorry. remember? So was that like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, oh, I don't remember that either. <sighs> Please look forward to it. Well, it's like I went and ran around. The, the, the whole empty current housing areas is so ridiculous. I went and looked around today and I went and looked at Gridania because I want a house in Gridania. I always have. I'm a big whiny baby about this and everyone knows it. So just I apologize in advance, but I want a fucking house in the Twin Adder Gridania area. There are no houses in any ward of any size. None at all. That is not. You can't tell me that we have enough housing. I went and looked in a lot of the other ones. There's no housing of any size in any ward in the other ones as well. This isn't a thing. Just fucking suck it up, put the money in the servers, and give us the fucking houses. That's all well, I'm going to say. And and let's say we all then, let's okay, let's pretend for a minute they now have added 50 servers just for housing, right? We all have our cheap, cheap accessible housing. We've all bought our lots. And then let's say, yep, some people unsubscribe, some people move, some people demolish their house or whatever. Then at that point, figure out a system to reintegrate the neighborhoods and make them more lively or something. I don't care. But at this time, who fucking cares if there's an empty house somewhere? It looks nice. That's fine. I mean, they can implement all those systems later. That's not the problem right now. The problem right now is it's not plentiful enough. There are still yeah. people who want houses, and you are stopping them from fulfilling that want. And there's it, no reason for it. It's kind of funny because, you know, with gathering, there's a lot of stuff where it's like, oh, we'll, we'll get to that later. Literally, this is the one thing they can afford to get to a little bit later is figuring out how to fix decaying neighborhoods because we don't have enough space to even begin to decay yet. <laughs> well, yes! it's a scapegoat. Oh I, I think them saying that is like saying we're doing something about housing, but it's not even the thing that we need to be focused on with housing. Yeah. Well, that's that's a really common tactic when you look at the forums, right? It's like people mm-hmm. bring up a uh, an issue and a, and a rep will post something kind of tangentially related to that. But not directly address. Yeah, it's like, well, we're thinking about this general idea, but we don't have anything to say on your particular issue. Yeah. Yeah. No, they. I've seen quite a few answers like that. They sounded like politicians. It's like, so I'm asking about this. I'm like, well, I have this one word that you mentioned that's the same. So we're going to talk about that instead. And I'm going to pretend I answered your question. Not to throw any shade on our reps because, like, they do a good job. They they do what they're told, though. Yes, that's exactly it. They don't make policy. They just, you know, they have the information that they have and they try to be helpful and put in stuff where they can. Yeah, I'm not trying to kill a messenger because it's not their fault. This is this is entirely I, I'm sure that there's some of them that would like their own house, too, if they don't have one you know, or, <laughs> yeah. or whatever or, you know, whatever our complaint is. And they give us their PC answer from upstairs. You know, th- they recognize people recognize that there's problems. But well, yeah. yeah. Let's say they did add housing tomorrow and we would have a reason to go generate gill. We would have a reason to run content to get drops to create furniture. I mean, this would be a really good thing for all the players in the game. I don't even care if you don't care about housing, but you might want to sell some rare leather that dropped off of something you farm regularly. I mean, that would just reinvigorate a lot of things. 
I don't know. know, The the money system is, yeah, no, there's so much housing stuff that drops. Retainers alone bring back so much fucking housing stuff, but the market for, for housing stuff tanks so quickly and, and it goes way up though. It's, it's one of those things that everyone wants it when it's brand new and no one cares again when it's old. So if they keep, if, even if they released a ward, every patch or every other patch or something, there would be enough interest in getting those houses filled that the market would stick up a little bit instead of, you know, rising and falling so rapidly, I think. For sure. Absolutely for sure. All right. Just another give me a house. Give me a goddamn house. We touched on this a little bit, but we have so many mm-hmm. weekly lockouts, so many currency caps. Something is reset on Tuesday, something is reset on Thursday. And I, it's, I, it, it makes me crazy. And and I laughed in one of the 2.0 patches and I'm like, and we got another form of currency. And I'm like, that, it, it makes me crazy. I think we say that each crazy. time they add a new tombstone. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, and then, you know, then they gave crafters and gatherers their currency, but I, I think, I don't More think tombstones. that's a, well, I don't think that's a problem that they gave, you know, each Dis- discipline has a currency it's the fact that it's this constant oh we have three active two active currencies we're gonna get rid of the old one and give you a new one and you're uh, again walking the gear treadmill you know? case in point they had to take the currency tab and make it a currency page like yeah. we now have a currency menu well and why did we need another go ahead you, you know in another patch there's going to be fucking purple scripts and that's you know, going to be even, the new... Yes, even, and even so, like, they didn't have to put as many. What is the purpose of law? Like, if you're not giving us any more purpose for law than to buy that little bit of gear or to pay astronomical prices for the hunt stuff because people don't want to do hunts anymore. So what is, or the daily, what is the purpose of the law gear other than buying the gear? Give us another purpose or let us exchange the currencies for something else or just not put law in altogether. You started with esoterics or something else to do with the law. It, it, it's another half-assed deal. I like red and blue scripts. This the the law and so and what they've done with it just feels half-assed. Again, I've been I've been counting my law tomes for um easily a month and I've got I've got no reason to spend them because I'm I haven't gotten. What you gonna six. spend it on? Warrior gear, I guess eventually, but not I mean, crafting mats. No, no. I, I, let's I not say. put that. Let's not integrate <laughs> those two systems. No. I, I will say though, like the separation on that particular instance, there was a lot of people and like I've known a couple of people who craft more than they do the battle stuff like who really do still play the game they get through their you know their storyline and stuff and then they just sit down and they craft and it is nice that like crafting is self-sufficient in that regard like you know leather worker you still need to go out and kill stuff for skins but like that it was supposed to be gatherers support the crafters crafters support the uh the battle classes and it moves up in that progression. And then having to take your battle class, go farm tomes to spend on this other thing to do crafting. It's like, well, what if I just want to craft? You know, do I need to be running dungeons to craft? I don't know. There's not a good ecosystem, I guess. Or there's not a good flow of goods and services. Yeah. It's really yeah. not great. And then, you know, we'll throw another. Oh, here's, you know, for the battle classes. Here's another two. Here's two more tomestones and you'll yep. <laughs> farm up these and... I- what I we are like... missing. Oh, go ahead, Kariri. No, you're all right. Go ahead. 
Well, what we are missing, though, is like we're used to having something else to spend those tomes on after we're done gearing up. We're used to being able to put it into some sort of material good that we could put in the company chest, sell put it in the awesome house, sell it, give it to a friend, whatever, craft things out of it. And not having that extra thing to do once you gear up just feels really lacking. I I feel like every complaint we've had is comes down to like one thing. 1.0 was such a train wreck. And 2.0 was so incredibly successful that I feel like for all of 3.0, they went, this is where we succeeded. This is the pattern that worked. We're going to stick to that pattern no matter what. We're going to f- just refill the pattern we're not going to yep. change the framework. We can't go outside these. We can't color outside the lines because this is what was successful. So they played it. It feels safe to me. Patch 2.6, really. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. That's that's it, what all of it feels like to me. It's 2.0B. Like it's 2.0. Again, they just literally were like, well, let's let's just do that whole patch series. Again, let's just start it over. We'll call it new. It'll have a fresh coat of paint. And here we go. I, I'm still baffled why content isn't finish the storyline, maybe farm up uh, one tome's worth of gear, and then why don't we have Void Arc first? And then I still oh, yeah. don't understand that. I don't Because you know it's going to be like Crystal Tower, and it's going to be gear that drops that's going to be you know, maybe less than our esoteric gear. I mean, so that's... Where, do, where does that fit in on the, like, the gear chart? Because I don't see a hole I don't, for it. Right I don't now. get it. Zante, it's going to be just like Crystal Tower. It's going to be the same exact thing. What I love, they're going to attack a five onto the end of it. No, so you know what I think it's going to be then, because if you look at World of Darkness, it was item level one twenty, and our tome gear before being upgraded was one twenty. I bet you it's two hundred. I bet you it's the same stuff as Esoterics. It just doesn't upgrade. I keep thinking back to when they released the original Crystal Tower. It was literally worse than Coil Gear, and. I, I the coil was doable by a lot of people. At least the first. Oh yeah. Till second. Yeah, there were second coils yeah. where it got real. Yeah, first first coil. You know, you could actually do. But yeah, no. The 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 original crystal tower gear, if I'm remembering this correctly, was worse than coil gear. So yeah. I had. I know I'm beating a dead horse. I've mentioned it before. I had no reason to set foot in crystal tower other than clearing, for the storyline. People used to go back there every week because they needed to do their weekly run. I didn't bother. There was nothing I needed there outside of, and this was before Glamour, before I Glamoured. I didn't get Glamour at first, but I get it now. But before Glamouring, I had better gear from Coil than anything I could get out of Crystal Tower. There was no fucking reason for me to go there. And they're doing it again. I really, unless they have that eye level that's slightly better, I have no reason to set foot in there outside the storyline. So I don't know. It's just a little irritating. Yep. I think our next bullet point was uh, queues, you know, PVP and otherwise the queues are insane. Even if you want to go do some content, you better have a tank friend. And I'm glad I got a tank sister and a couple of other <laughs> tank friends because my God, I'd never get a queue as a black mage. I don't think queues have really changed for DDs, so I'm hearing all these these uh, healers crying about queues. I'm like, well, welcome to the party. Yeah, I had a yeah. long queue the other night because there's not <laughs> many people logging on, and that's kind of the in-between patch funk and the Metal Gear Solid Five has come out stuff, and I get some of that, but still, it's... I, the PvP queue one has always been issue, although with... with uh, 
the new one, what is that? Sie- not Siege. Siege. Yeah, Siege. Um, that has been better. A lot more PvP queues are popping. I think if they get serious about dropping the restrictions based on Grand Company, PvP will be where it needs to be. I'm still yeah, waiting on that. The, the queues have been good. Like, there's certain windows, you know, because we are such a, a, a geographically locked kind of data center the majority of the players are all north american on on north american servers etc you get these these periods of times it's normally like in the evening into the wee hours of the morning where pvp queues are just popping on a weekend or something you'll just you'll get them five minutes ten minutes you're in um so i haven't had any real issues there but the other queues have been a bit rough it can be hard to even do your uh your uh daily expert roulette as as a damage dealer it's it's kind of awful yeah, All and right. especially you know stuff. All right, enough doom and gloom. I do think we are hopeful about a few things. Um, some of the stuff is uh, 3.1 confirmed, but some of it is sometime beyond, and we're not exactly sure where some of it is. Um, I know some of us are probably looking forward to a new relic-type quest chain. Oh, I hope so. Yes. It would at least give you something <clears throat> to do. I'm looking forward to new Beastman <clears throat> dailies. I liked that. Me too. It- it got you on every day and usually i don't come on i do my beastman dailies and by then enough other people would have come on we can actually do something and i keep hearing about like this last week i've gotten messages a couple times no one ever comes on and and it's like the, the free company's empty and it's like yeah yep Yep, and the Beastman Dailies really do do that because, as you mentioned, that's exactly what happens. You log on. I love Beastman Dailies. I, I do them till I max them out every single day. And, you know, I go on. I, I'm very pattern-driven to a certain extent on that. You know, I go in. I send my Chocobo out. I send my retainers out. I go get my CACPOT tickets. And then I would go do a Beastman Daily. And by that time, I have spent, you know, a half hour to 45 minutes in the game. And everybody else is on doing their shit. And we throw a group together for something else. If not, I go do the the stuff I mentioned without the dailies. And that takes me five minutes. And then I finish that and go, okay, now I guess I'll log out. You know, so it's just, it gives me more of an excuse to play. And, and I really enjoy that. And then there's new, what, what's the one, the great white hope for all of us is that airship exploration yes. content. Yeah. I want, I want to go run around and explore random stuff. Random. That's I'm random. It's random. I'm hoping it's random. I'm hoping it's, I hope it's random. I hope once you get there, your party has to complete it. It sounds like once you clear an island or something, then gatherers can gather special yes. maps or something. I mean, that is There's just... some synergy. Why did we have to wait for 3.1 for that, if that's even what it is? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm scared I'm dreaming bigger than what they're going to do. Cautiously optimistic. Yeah, this is is the big one, I think. Especially for me, I've put a lot of time into those ships. And, like, if my big thing is, like, if I don't get to actually fly them, like, they're a fucking flying mount with my free company members (laughs) on the back, disappointed right out the gate. Like, you could maybe salvage it by having some really good battle content and stuff and some synergy, but... (laughs) Please do not put my airships on rails. Where's the well, make- well, the exclamation mark? W- pirate attack something. Oh my yeah. god! Oh, I man. Know, pirate yeah. attack would be awesome. I keep oh, coming well, back to that Skyrim that image that Yoshi P painted, where 
you know, you, you're out in your airship, you've got your buds in the back, you're going out to find an island, you've, you've picked where you're going to go, you've figured it out, and you're going to this island, and you look down, you see another free company, and you see them struggling against this massive dragon on an island, you're like, oh shit, all right, all right, let's 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 park it, let's help them out, they're losing. And when you go down there, you raise some people, you fight off the dragon, you guys work together to finish the objective. I want that. And you hold them I up for their loot. I want that too. Yeah, yeah. And, then, yeah, and then you say, "All right, guys, how are you paying me back?" We're the pirates. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the other thing that I think they talked about one time was about how you may be aiming for Island Eighteen, but something could fail, and you may be forced into some other random island or something. That that was somewhere in a note somewhere that they were talking about how, like a sea monk attack, and you got to land. That you would have to go. That you <laughs> something might interrupt you, and it would add some a little bit of randomness to it, something, I don't know. I don't know. And Zantan, I'm a little sad because now I don't want people to be locked out of content, but we put a lot of time and energy, you especially, into our free company airships, and I hope it gives us, I hope our airships can maybe go a little further, a little further out or something, but they're going to have airships in town that people, the rental airships of some sort. And I'm like, I almost, I don't want people to be locked out of the content, but I feel like, man, we worked hard. We we worked hard not only for some kind of payoff. Something. Some... Fortunately, <laughs> the devs was... have responded to that and said that there will be advantages to having a free company airship over a rental one. They yeah, haven't like said a, what. Like a cannon? Hope you got insurance on that rental. Instead of instead of helping another party, we could just rain bombs on them if we wanted to. Oh, oh my god. Sky Sky PvP. Sky yes. PvP. <laughs> 5.0, oh, look forward to it. <laughs> oh man. Well, and we're also excited about Void Arc. I think, well, I heard a rumor that somebody said that a dev said that the story is good. good. And that would be, that would be cool to me. I hope it is a very interesting, I hope the fights are interesting. I am worried about the gear. I'm worried about the very formulaic, you know, they've already laid out that roadmap. I'm scared they're going to walk along it too closely again. Oh, yeah. Well, they've even said it's, it's going to be Crystal Tower again. I mean, I, I almost yeah. want to just, I don't even worry about the gear much anymore, because, I mean, we we know what it's going to be. But hope it looks cool. Hopeful, hopeful, hopeful. You know, looking cool would be okay, but, yeah. I'd, I'd like it well, to at least be better than Alexander Normal, oops, or something, because I'm already gearing up a second class, you know, a second I job. Think, I think it's going to be on par with Esoterics, but if you're already kitted out with Esoterics and you only play one class, then there's a good chance that this might be a minor side grade at best. You can hope yeah. it will be worth something. Um, yep. I, I know we're hoping there'll be new stuff to craft and new stuff to gather. I I feel like 3.0 didn't do much for crafting. I hope they throw us some bones, give us something interesting to craft. And I well, hope and we did, need to gather. Did they mention something like the airship exploration, that there will be stuff that you can only gather on these islands? That's what mm. I would hope. Yes. Yeah, I probably. hope so. There probably will be. Yeah, and I, I think that's really neat. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I hope I hope we get some new stuff there, crafting and gathering. And you know, this brings me back to one we've talked about in the past too, the airship exploration. It brings us back to instanced versus open world. It's like me talking about NMs and talking about, you know, off the rails and talking about go down and help that other free company and then, you know, not get to go to the one island because you know a part breaks down in the ship or what have you is having every single person 
on this podcast has used the word random in their hopes <laughs> like at least twice. Give it to <laughs> us, Yoshida. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's something that we obviously all very much want, and yeah, just take some risks. I, I want I, I want some risks. I want to have to think on my feet with some new content. Yes. Well, you know, that's the only reason I keep going back to PvP is you've got those random spawns. The situations you find yourself in that in that battlefield are completely up in the air, and you've got to adapt and react to it. Yep, yep. No, and even and even in PvP, at least the other people on the other teams, at least there's you know, are are what are they going to do? There, you know, there might be a little strategy. It's not necessarily scripted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, does anybody have any last thoughts on the rant, or are we all? I think we've we've said everything there is. I'm ranted out. (laughs) I'm no longer red in the face. (laughs) All right. I think uh, we do have a uh, last call. We have shout outs. We have a shout out. Kariri wanted to give a shout out to a specific site. I do. Um, There's a site. It's called xivbubblegum.pink. That is the website address. xivbubblegum.pink. And essentially, it's a glamour website. It c- calls itself the Bubblegum Community. They're a website for the fashionable adventurer because looking cute is the real end game. But my favorite part is they have this thing called the Glam Book. And you can break it down by race, gender, job, whatever. So if you want to look at all the fashionable um, Lalafell, you can go check that out. If you want to see how a certain piece of gear looks on a Lalafell, you can go check that out. If you want to be the best dressed paladin on the server, you can go check out all the different looks for paladin glamours and stuff. And it shows the job and what's in every um, slot, you know. So, you know, if there's a picture, a title, who's wearing it, and then what they're wearing in every slot um, for every glamour on the website. It's just adorable. It's really, really fun. It's completely frivolous. And check it out. Well, we we know glamour is the real end game. Truth, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we did get some uh, tweets. Uh, Kariri replied to this one. You want to take it? Oh, sure. Um, yeah, I think I think Ruby replied to this one too. I we had someone named Wombat said hit 60 on my first class last week started listening to your cast the same day awesome stuff any tips for getting raid ready and i just threw out there that um well if it's your very first one see i was thinking if it was his very first 50 he'd probably want to go unlock other um job um skills he needs his cross class he, he skills, needs his right? cross class oh, yeah. skills yeah so to go unlock cross class skills and then you want to get the grind on you're going to hit your esoterics you're going to go do your roulettes do all the roulettes gain all that delicious delicious bonus um tombstones so that that's pretty much what i had to say and welcome to level 60 enjoy your stay yeah pretty much <laughs> uh, we also got a uh Follow Friday or whatever they call it. Flatus said at Whispering Dawn, Limit Break Radio, GTFFXIV, at, and SBXIV, amazing Final Fantasy fourteen podcasts. Thank you so much. Thank it's you. uh <laughs> it's it's nice to be to me- to be noticed, to be mentioned. And uh we appreciate it. Mesmer says, uh, GTFFXIV, how long till we know the results? And he's talking about our contest. And how long till your next show? How long till I fill my ear holes with your blissful rambling? <laughs> I don't know if I've ever had our rambling described as blissful, but thanks. 
I we like are, it. I like it. Um, yeah, we didn't do a show earlier this week. We were saving up all our energy for tonight. So uh, hopefully it was worth the wait. Our last days of summer contest winners, we're going to announce those the week of the 20th. So stay tuned. We had a lot of great entries and we got to go through them and, and have them judged and, and find the three best the best ones so we can get those prizes out to you. Mama so. Sumasu and Kevin from work have to go through <laughs> all those. Oh, yeah. The infamous Kevin from work. The infamous Kevin infamous from work. <laughs> All right, it's closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You can find us on Twitter. Our handle is at GTFFXIV. You can email us at GTFFXIV at gmail.com. Our recordings can be found on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash GTFFXIV. And on iTunes, search for Gather Together or GTFFXIV. All right, we usually do our personal plugs now. This is optional, guys, but uh, if you want to give out some info or... Usually we just do Twitter handles. I'll, I'll let Zante go first. Uh, okay. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, oh, what is my Twitter handle? Uh, at Z-A-N-T-E <laughs> underscore F-F-X-I-V. How about you, Eddard? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, uh, at Eddard Longspear, E-double-D-A-R-D, Longspear, just like it sounds. Um, I do enjoy talking about uh, my job, Dragoon. And uh, any kind of rotation, I'm open to any kind of rotations. Or just hit me up just for shits and giggles. We like shits and giggles. All right, how about you, Kariri? I am, as always, at Kariri Sumasu, K-A-R-I-R-I-S-U-M-A-S-U. And Ruby? You can find me on Twitter at Rubicon Vale, R-U-B-I-C-O-N-V-A-L-E. Um, we've gotten two weeks, but I'm still doing the stream on Tuesday night starting at 9 o'clock Central. And you can find that on Twitch at uh, TXK Hot Sauce. So that's Twitch slash TXK Hot Sauce, just like it sounds. And you can follow them on Twitter at, at TXK Hot Sauce. What are you doing on these streams? Uh, we're doing Titan EX4 Man and Shiva EX4 Man with you, Yelta, and Cinnamon. Well, all right. Singing. Singing, singing and I talk yeah. trash while I sing and sing while I talk trash. Like, Eddard, why did you just Eddard, why did you stand in shit? Stuff like that. Is there an album I could pick up? Is uh, this on iTunes? Yes, oh. we, we are the primals. We sing primal songs about Eddard. <laughs> just about oh my I, feel, God. I feel honored. Speaking of which, I feel honored. Thank you guys for joining us to Zante and Eddard. We really appreciate Thank you for it. Having I want to know where you can find Yelta. Oh, you can find me on Twitter at Yelta Sumasu. Y E L T A S U M A S U. All right, I'm tired, guys. I am worn out. I think we're going to have to say good night. Good night. Good night. Good night, everybody.